That's right. He's the best. He's the best to ever do it. The GOAT. I'm Steve Artibello. Hi, I'm Angela Lippa. And this is the Last Word Podcast. Find us on Apple, on iTunes, uh, Spotify, whatever. Anchor. Anchor. Anchor's the big one. Any, I love an- Anchor. Well, Anchor's what we're signed up with, but they yeah. have it everywhere. Anywhere yeah. you get your fine podcasts, you will be able to find us. You know what? Not even just your fine podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts, good or bad. Get it here. We'll be there. We will be there. But back to the best. Woo! To the GOAT. Oh! Yeah! Tiger Woods. Now, I know we haven't talked golf yet. We talked golf a little bit a few episodes ago, like very briefly, like about yeah, so how Tiger like, moves the needle. But oh, okay, yeah. But again, this is this is uh, in that case, this is exactly what we were talking about. Tiger's the best. He won a championship, won a tournament, and he won it in almost in almost classic Tiger fashion. Like classic Tiger fashion would have been to post a really low number on that last night mm-hmm. at, while mentally crushing everyone. But he built up such a big lead that by Sunday. Even though he was plus one for the day, he still won the tournament. And did you see the crowds following him as he was bringing it home? I don't think that golf expected that. The I don't way, think anyone expected like, that. It, it was just it, a sea of humanity. Like There was a clip on YouTube from, I think, the 97 or 98 Masters where... Just like on that 18th, the crowd just literally fall, and it's a wave. It's not like well, it's you the, know 120 people. Like this is like thousands, thousands of people. It looked like like a religious experience. You know what I mean? You know, like like a pope shows up, or like like this is what it looked like. People were flocking together just to see this moment. And it wasn't like oh, he's a, this is the moment of him winning the tournament. Like he he's he's battling with someone. We're gonna watch the final group, and it's dramatic. No, this was Tiger doing the victory lap, and people were like. I need to witness him yeah. win again. Because it had been, I'm going to read you the stats here, uh, 290, uh, sorry, 239 PGA Tour events have been held since Tiger had last won. 119 different players have won at least one tournament between Tiger victories. Wow. That's and, insane. And it's incredible to see, like, Tiger is the reason I watch golf. He's the reason I play golf. Yeah. Well. Be- yeah. Well, my my, my dad uh, play golf and I and I and I yeah exactly. There we go. We're, yeah. Play golf when we play golf and yeah. shoot hundred and seventy. Yeah. Like that's Tiger on like th- I, I shoot what Tiger shoots in two days, in one round basically. Yeah, that's he about shoot, right. He shoots the like, final the final tournament score. Yeah. Is eighteen holes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how this works here. Okay, people. But watching watching Tiger play the way he hit the ball. You know, he's 40-plus years old. He's, you know, he shouldn't be doing this He shouldn't look this age, vintage, especially which at, he did early on. Like, it looked, yeah. he was hitting fair. He was, well, the funny thing was, even when Tiger was good, he wasn't hitting every fairway. He just, no. he outdrove everyone to the point where it didn't matter that mm-hmm. he was in the rough because he was so far ahead of you that your second recovery shot yeah. wasn't even where he drove the ball. It's different now with the technology, and guys, guys are just... They took his workout regimen. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the tour now. Yeah, the tour. Like, you used to shape. see a lot of John Daly's. Yeah, n- n- not people that hit it as far as him, but a lot of guys that looked like us, mm-hmm. looked like your average man. You know, enjoyed a beer on the course every once. Your, now, your average guy who's at the golf course on a Sunday afternoon, yeah, having about three or two, three or four pops. You're just out there. You're hacking. You're angry. You gotta, you gotta take one down to to deal with the fact that you're in the woods again. But if you look at the rest of the tour. 
Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka. Yeah. These guys are jacked. And the mm-hmm. ones that aren't jacked are in really good shape. You don't see a lot of chubby golfers anymore. And that's because of Tiger. He was the one who brought that to golf. And now you have other guys. So it's the combination of the technology and guys working out more and they can hit the ball farther. But this looked this looked like Tiger. So he wasn't out driving everyone, but it was deadly. And he, I, he was putting. He had it all together. And I think that's that's what gets lost in all of the whole the Tiger thing is that his game has changed. Oh yeah. Where he's a much better like before he used to have just the power. Oh yeah, he could, exactly. You know what? Hey, I hit in the rough, no big deal. The power and when his putter was on, he was yeah. Now he's, he's I know he's gone back and forth between putters and finally switched back to the, the putter he's been using the original. Since forever. Old reliable. <laughs> and he has been incredible. The I think we forget it's been so long that we've watched Tiger just oh, like yeah. dominate a tournament. And a lot of people forget. And there's a lot of people on different sides of well, I don't like Tiger. You know what? Screw him. He, you know, he he did this to his wife. And the, you want to know something? The game of golf doesn't care. Okay, oh, you're right. The, the fans who watch golf, there's a reason why golf fell off when Tiger wasn't there. And there's a reason why now probably people are going to be wanting to go to every tournament. You want to know something? Those majors, that'll be the hottest ticket in town. I can't wait for him back at the Masters okay. the start of next season. He's going to be on. Okay. Now, how long this holds up? Hey, you know what? Maybe we only get a well, year or He's of even said it. There's, only, there's, a, there's an expiry date on this back yes. surgery. Yeah, he's only going to be able to do this for a couple more years. Mm-hmm. I think, and I think if I'm correct, he said about four. He thought he'd have about four or five years in the back after this fusion surgery. But we were talking about this off air. In any sport, any athlete, who is appointment viewing like Tiger Woods? Like the only thing that comes even remotely close to this, and it only happens once every four years, it's like the hundred meter dash. Yeah. But the thing is, Tiger gets this type of attention, like on a weekly basis when he's contending. Yeah, even when he's not getting. Well, that's the thing. But everyone will still flock to see him, and it's just you saw the huge crowds because he was winning. Mm -hmm. But people still tune in. You see it in in the ratings. If you look, like people talked about it since he came back, the ratings have gone through the roof. Yeah, more people are watching golf than they have in years Mm -hmm. because the guy who puts asses in seats is back. He's bo- he is he's box office. Oh yeah. Okay. He is worth every penny of the price of admission, and he's in a, he's in a position different to. I'll use some of the the greats. He's you know he's in a different position between Michael, LeBron, Wayne Gretzky. Well, he's a one name guy. Tiger. Tiger. That's he's it. One name. We're not and, talking Tiger Williams. And it's an, Tiger Woods. And he's an individual. He's an individual in a sport that is just, it's you out there. Maybe your caddy's there handing you clubs. But it's still, it's you. But it's you. You're walking up. Nothing is based on your team's performance. It's all about you. Okay, it's you. Like, there's maybe, I I can honestly say, probably in terms of what they've done, what he's done in the game of tennis, is maybe Roger Federer. Well, that's, and and you still don't get the same type of buzz. Yeah, like, you know. And don't get me wrong, Federer is. It's that's that's you. You're not joking when you like that's. This is the only other guy you can kind of compare yeah. to him because it, it really is, like mm-hmm. Tiger is in a because it's a single. It's it's not a team sport. The amount of success he's yeah. had, the way he like revolutionized the game, changed the game. He doesn't have very many peers. No, and they're not in golf. Like he's still behind Jack for total majors. Four. He's behind him by four. Yeah, 
Can he get four in four years? One a year. If he holds well, just, a- the, just the fact that he won again and you can actually have this conversation without, Haha, yeah, right, let's see when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. It just Think about this too. It's Sunday. It's football day, okay? This is the way it is. You, if you've seen the movie yeah. Concussion, they own a day of the week and it used to be God's day. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Tiger took over. Yeah. I don't know about you, but it was like, okay, I kind of got to need to see what's going on here. Had well, to see the final round. Would I rather watch? I'm gonna pull up the week three schedule here. Would I rather watch? Oh, I don't know. Tennessee, Jacksonville, Miami, Oakland, Baltimore, Denver, the Giants and Texans, the Eagles and uh, Colts. The Falcon Saints was a good like, game. The Falcon Saints was 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 the most you know entertaining of the game. Maybe want to kill somebody, but everybody tuned it off. Well, here's another I would thing. love that's, to that's see. That's also my team, and I had to know what was going on. Now, granted, once that got to overtime, I and I did witness the Drew Brees spin move, which spin is a ram, baby. The fact I, <laughs> we don't have enough time for me to okay. try and break Maybe that next, down. Okay, next time. Maybe but next. again, like this is my team, and I had to see what Tiger was mm-hmm. doing. Like, I needed to know what was happening. You know what? Being b- four behind Jack for most wins, uh, sorry, most major wins. You know, if he gets four more, he will tie him at eighteen, and that's the number for Tiger. Oh, 100%. Okay, Tiger, 100%. Tiger, Tiger's hunting. All right, he's he's on the prowl. He's, he's, <laughs> he's trying he's trying to do it. Like he's about to catch uh Sam Sneed for most career tour victories. I now, believe now that the he, fact that now that's actually yeah. again, this is a thing that's achievable for him again. Mm-hmm. And the next like think of this way. Think of the discrepancy in amount of tour wins. Okay, Tiger's he when he won on Sunday, he won his 80th PGA Tour win, victory. The next closest active golfer. I don't consider Tom Watson active. Uh, where is he? <laughs> He's an old man. Oh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm, I went too far. I was going to um, say. Phil Mickelson. And Phil Mickelson has 43. He's doubled him. Okay, he's almost he lapped him. Like he lapped him in past. Now, and Phil's got like, Phil's got five majors and Phil's too. A, and Phil's a no doubt Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's a great. He's a. He's great one of the greatest golf. of all time. Lefty. He's lefty. He's the lefty. He's the lefty. lefty. He's the lefty. He this is the level Tiger's on. It's like you said. It's like Roger Federer. Yeah, he's so far, like Nadal's kind of close to him, mm-hmm. but it's, he's so far in this. He's in his own complete it's genre. Like it's his own. It's his own like a pedestal. Yeah, he's the he's the gold standard of the game. Like no no one's come and changed the game. Like and we him. thought Jordan Spieth. He was young. He won three out of yeah. four. Like, oh man, this guy. Maybe he's t- maybe mm-hmm. he's the next Tiger. What happened? He fell off. Yeah. No, he's still phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He still wins championships. He still won a major. But Tiger did like when Tiger appeared on the scene. It was just the beginning. Yeah. And, and now he's back. Like, how long was he number one golfer in in the world? Oh, and even God. like even falling. If if we get this Tiger, you know what? If we get this Tiger. For four more years. Oh, it's going to be great. Okay. Take it all in. Take every second you possibly can in of Tiger Woods because we might never see another golfer like him in our lifetime. Oh, yeah. Like okay. the chances of seeing something like this again, mm-hmm. especially now, like the tour's better. Yeah. Like I said, about guys working out, guys. Tra- it's he changed it. Mm-hmm. I don't know now that it's the way it is. 
if it's possible to ever have another tiger. I don't I don't think it is possible. I don't think like I don't think we'll see it in our lifetime. If we do, we might be old and old, well, it's, old, it's, slow it's, and decrepit. Yeah, both of us. <laughs> we know might we might not remember. We might not tiger. Even remember Tiger. But when I watch when I watch Tiger, it's it's just I don't know it. it it's this feeling it's that you, greatness. Yeah, and there's it's so small. Like you, people who bash like the greatness of LeBron James. Or, like, for a long time, Sidney Crosby was bashed. Yeah. Okay? But when you get old, like, as the player gets older and it's like, man. You start to realize how, how rare this how is. How great these players are. Like, how, how much their success over so long. And it's not like, okay, they were great for, like, three, four years and whatever. Like, Tiger's been great since the moment he stepped on the PGA Tour. Since he was a kid. Yeah. And he had a bit of struggle. And you know what? Golf is a very mental game. Oh, 100%. Okay, it's, it's, it's so mental, especially, as we said, you're the only guy up there. It's you. Well, that was what Tiger did on Sundays. The reason no one could catch him, it wasn't just that he was so good. He got into everyone's head. Yeah. By the time he teed off, the, the tournament was over. When Tiger hit his first drive of a Sunday mm-hmm. in the lead, it was, he, he never won from behind. He got so far ahead of guys that they it didn't well, that, matter. It was funny because that was always the thing. It's like, oh, Tiger's never caught anybody when when trailing. It's like, yeah, but look how much he's he's never had to trail. Like it was like he got to Sunday, it's over. Yeah. Reds on. Yeah, well, it, wrap it up. Let's you know what? It's a victory lap. Don't even don't even bother shooting eighteen. Just turn in your sword card, call it a yep. day, get your check, move forward. Exactly. Tiger has this, and it was in guys' heads, and they know they lost before they teed off in the morning. Before we move on to the next topic, I wanna I wanna just read something I saw on Twitter, and I thought it was almost the perfect analogy of Tiger Woods. Okay, when he won on Sunday, just everything, like a scene in an epic Greek poem, a young hero experiences unprecedented glory, only to be undone by human weakness. Self destruction ensues. He flounders for years before tenuously rebuilding his skills, belief, and focus. In middle ages, middle ages, ballads would have been written about it. Yeah, no, you're. It's a hundred. Like, yeah, like I saw the Roger Bennett. I don't know who Roger Bennett, NBC soccer gent, co-host of Men with in Blazers. Don't know who he is. He got a follow, <laughs> but that was like I, I read that and I'm He's like, right. I'm like, you're. It's like, it's it's the so it's like the the high of the tiger. The high, not the, the highest, high. the highest of highs, the highest of highs. Were then the lowest of like lows. Like he had a low, and it was it was a deep fall. And I remember, like, I shot over them that morning when that happened. Oh my god! Waking up and it being on yeah. Sports Center and if, being like, "What in the hell?" How, how about even him being arrested a couple of years ago? The DUI, the DUI, and that mug. That's shot. when it looked like it was over. Yeah, like that looked like the end. If you think if if I if if you're just waking up from a nap and you just saw Tiger, when you think. Like and you missed that whole part from the car cr- from him oh, running man. from it, crashing his his his, his yeah his whatever his Jeep Buick or, or whatever, whatever it was yeah it was probably a Buick because he was sponsored yeah. by Buick into a tree in his driveway because his wife came at him with a golf club yeah to the DUI to the back oh, surgeries man. to the struggles to everything when his knee exploded yeah. during that U.S. Open he tore every ligament and, and his fl- leg and was he broken he won I know that was this great if if you saw that. And you're just like, you've been through it all, and you've stuck with Tiger. And look, as a Tiger fan, I had my doubts. Okay, there were a long, there was a long time. I'm like, man, Tiger's gonna do this. I know Tiger. It'll be like how Jack was. Jack was the same thing. He had that that 
that spot in his well, career he just got old. where he got old. But then as but in his forties, but then he won that match. He won the Masters now, and kind of got rolling. And now we're gonna see with Tiger. Now I hope, I, I hope as a Tiger fan that we get we get a we get him to catch Jack. That he catches I just want to see him win another major. Okay, I don't. I don't want to even go that far. Honestly, if he wins the Masters next year, man. Oh, the hype train's oh going to be God. unbelievable. All aboard, all aboard. That thing is going to be uncontrollable. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out. You know what? And big, big, I'll give uh, Nike. Nike's a very big company. Oh, yeah. Okay. Where it's like they do things and they don't care anymore. The Colin Kaepernick thing where like if you read just the message, the message is the greatest thing. Oh, yeah. You know, like sacrificing everything, you know. For what you believe for in. For what you believe in. That's the message here. Okay. The whole kneeling thing—that's that's another story. I don't want to get into it. It's 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 it's. I I can't relate to it. And I know I, I I how would I? Okay, we're two mozzarella sticks. Yeah, like we're a couple. We're, yeah, we're, we don't we don't like. I understand the issue, but I mm-hmm. don't understand the issue because I haven't had to live it. Yes, you know what I mean. So I agree with it. I understand why it's happening. Oh, 100. I understand. Why but yeah, it's like I, I, but I haven't lived it. You yeah. haven't lived it. So I, I don't want to. Co- I don't want to comment on it. I, I kind of just leave it. But Nike to stay with Tiger at the time they did through everything, and now Nike looks like gee, Nike's just loving life because like look at us with Kaepernick. Look at us now with Tiger. They took a lot of heat for the Tiger thing though. Oh, you remember the oh, Tiger I ad? Oh, it was I just the newsreel of everything that had happened, and then it ends with him saying sorry. Yeah. They took a lot of heat for sticking with because they're watching. It was like Buick dropped them. Yeah. The watch company EA had sports too. everyone dropped them. Yeah. Well, yeah, it became McElroy's video game. Yeah, how's that working out? I bet, you they put, well. I bet you they put Tiger back on that cover. Ooh, it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, that's if Tiger wants it. But onto the NHL, we've been doing our division preview. We've gotten out of the East, moving over to the West. We're gonna hit potentially the hardest division in hockey. Because looking at this, we are going to handicap the Central for you. And looking at this, I was like, my God. My God, this is going to be a war. Good luck. These teams, like, there's there's the two there's the two teams going to make it in the wildcard team. I'm then looking at, like, two or three other teams that could or should be playoff teams. Buddy, do you, I'll give you a quick one before we get further into this. There's only one team in that division with a negative goal differential. Really? And it's Chicago, who lost their starting goalie, what, in December? Yeah, it fell apart once. Uh, once he left, that was it for Crawford Because he was having a good season. And he's still, he still got issues. Yeah. So, Which is kind of, when we get to the Blackhawks, you'll understand. Yeah. All right. Kick it off. I think we agreed on this one. Winnipeg, top of the top. They should be at the top. If you look at the Winnipeg Jets, I have them at the top because Kyle Connor, that was his rookie year. He scored yeah. 30 goals. Mark Shifley missed a lot of the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. I believe he played 55 games last year. Yes. 55 or 60. I could be confusing him and Jacob Truba. One of them played 55, the other one played 60. They also lost Jacob Truba, who might be their best defense. Well, Bufflin, but Truba, Truba did a lot. Truba does a lot for that team. Mm-hmm. They got what they needed last year, which was goaltending in the form of Connor Hellebuck, who just got a nice extension, by the way. As long as that doesn't backslide all the way to where it was before last year, even if he comes down a little bit, I still think this is the best team in the division. 
and they're really probably they might be the best team in the, in the very tough Western Conference. I would agree. I want to see look. Last year when I looked at Winnipeg, I'm like they need a goalie. That's it's, what they've needed pretty much since they the since goalie. they moved back to Winnipeg. Okay, they've had Al Montoya, Andre Pavlik. Don't forget Michael Hutchison. Hutchison. There's been I think Steve Mason. Like, yep, Steve fin- Mason was there for and, a while. And finally, like Connor Hellebach took over the the job. Actually, Steve Mason's still there. No, he's long gone. He was traded to Montreal in the Joel Joel Armia trade. Really? Yeah. Took on some salary. Figured, why not? We got cap space. <laughs> and then cut him. Oh, Sent, that's him, okay. sent him to the waiver. So much else paying him a million dollars to uh, <laughs> be on Lupal Island. Robina Island. Robina whatever, Island. Whatever you want to call it. But last year, Connor Hellebach had a really good year. Could have been a Vesna winner with his numbers, the way he played. Oh, yeah. Now, I want to see what he does year two as a full-time starter again. And how he handles the grind of an NHL season because it is a grind. October, to, you, have, you have to go through oh, first yeah. October to April, and they don't play necessarily the easiest division in the NHL. No, this might be the hardest. Okay, this is definitely the hardest division in the NHL. They should they okay? They should win the division. They have the most talent. They the forwards, the defense. They don't have the best defense core. I give the defense core to Nashville. Well, yeah, and, and, you're, and the funny thing is, yes, because of who they have. But again, like you're, you're almost splitting hairs. It's, too. I'm splitting hairs, but like I'll take. I would say like, their six I take, are I better than Nashville's like, six, but Nashville's top four, four is are stupid. unbelievable. It's it's dumb. That's the thing. It's like, ridiculous. I, that's why I give me and you could be through five six. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, we're gonna play three minutes anyways. <laughs> Come on, we'll play ten minutes. Okay, all right. Um, Shut up, matter when. <laughs> but what I worry about it's the same. It's the same thing that I worry about with because I think last year's playoffs was a telling tale for Pecorino, in the sense of he looked like the Pecorino from a few years ago who was having trouble, and they played the backup a lot. And Pecorino was like, "Is this it for him? Is it what's the deal?" And like you know, yeah, when they made the Stanley Cup Finals and he couldn't win on the road. Yeah, like is you like. Is it UC Saros who's going to end up taking over at some point? Because they you know I like UC Saros a lot. Yeah, I know you do. That's why I drafted him in fantasy in early. Bastard. <laughs> but I look at like those should be they should those two teams should be battling one two all season long. Yeah. So and the follow that up, I have Nashville number two. Yeah. And I think it's pretty obvious why when you have. Oh, An I don't know. Of talent. P.K. Subban, Roman Yossi, Matthias Ekholm, and Ryan Ellis is your top four. Yeah. Those are four on any other team number ones. Yes. On any other team, those maybe guys are number Ryan ones. Ellis may be number Even two. Even Ryan Ellis on maybe any other two. team. I think a number two On Ryan any Ellis. other team, Ryan Ellis is probably their best defenseman. He's no, a small two. dude, but remember in, that, remember in the finals what happened when he got hurt? Yeah. The difference it made. And this is a dude who's 5'8". Like, and he is, and they have good like unstoppable. See, they have they have good center depth. Well, they have they have unbelievable they have center. Yo, Ryan Johansson, Ryan Johansson. They have Kyle Turris, who they thank you Ottawa. Yeah, you know they they have Victor Arvidsson. They have Philip Forsberg. The, the, the like, wingers that they have to go along with these centers. Yeah, they're like a, it's they're a good team. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a Nashville Winnipeg battling it out. They're gonna be slugging it out all year. It's when you get to the third spot in the division 
where it gets this is where a it gets, little yeah. muddy because last year it was Minnesota, and it's the, the constant thing every year is, when is Devin Dubnik going to come down? And when are we going to get it? It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. And is it like, is it this year? And and that's always my fear of like, well, it's, it's not I'm only in, that. It's like, when are the Blues going to take, like, because they kind of retooled, rebuilt. Like the, the, the Blues, they, they just added Ryan O'Reilly to, you know, a, a depth. They, they have, they added the, another arguably one of the, one of the best faceoff men in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay. Other than Patrice Bergeron, you want Ryan O'Reilly winning you faceoffs. And guess what? Ryan O'Reilly's a big dude. Doesn't take penalties. Oh, yeah. He had, he had two penalties last year. Yeah. Okay. They have Tarasenko. Is Rob Fabry going to be the player that they've kind of waned on? He's been hurt and hurt. Jaden Schwartz stay healthy. Can Jaden Schwartz That's stay healthy? They have him. a good defense core. They have Petrangelo. They have Colton Perenko. You know, you got J- an older guy like Jay Bolmeister. You know, and then you have Jake Allen. You have a question mark. It's, in it's net. a question mark. He's the mystery box, and Jake Allen. I'm speaking to you as a beloved fantasy owner of you. <laughs> I need you this year because I'm tired of getting ridiculed in one of my leagues. I traded for you, and I, I traded, can't believe you did that. I traded, we had this conversation. I had to trade him. I had no choice. I had to trade Kessel, and I, I wasn't giving up the second no, the second round pick. So, in order to keep that, in order to keep my two second rounders, I gave up Kessel and I gave up Cam Talbot because he plays on a team with no defense core. Yes. Okay. So that was my thing. Now, St. Louis has gotten significantly better and could be a good team. They can be that third place team. Colorado, what's up with Colorado? Another team with a question mark in the goal. Nathan McKinnon was almost the heart winner. <laughs> yeah, like you know, there's not there's not a whole ton around. Is, is there's there's some nice is, young pieces, but there's not a whole ton of big time impact like talent. Is, is Rantanen it gonna it gonna be that guy you again? So you, have, you have Rantanen and you had McKinnon. Yeah, those were the guys that drove the bus. Now you had interesting seasons like Kerfoot. Mm-hmm. He had 19 goals. Yes. He almost had 40 points. Mm-hmm. He had a very nice season for a rookie. You had some nice surprises. Their issue is on the back end. Yeah. You got Tyson Berry. I like Tyson Berry. I like Tyson Berry too. But he's not a number one. No, now, it's hard to get a nice number one. But it's it's Tyson Berry and Eric Johnson and a whole lot of what? Nikita uh, Zadorov. What's his name? Nikita oh Zadorov's best days were in London. Mark, Mark Barbario. Exactly. <laughs> but Mark Barbario was half decent last year. Yeah, but you expect that to continue? No, because it's like the same. Remember, remember with Patrick Wall when they had the 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 no name defense core. Yeah, it was Tyson Berry and a bunch of guys. Francois Boschman. They had Francois Boschman on the team. Yes, they did. All right, they yeah. were. But it's the no, goal. But you see? What scares me with them is goaltending. Well, you don't know is Ver- is Varlamov the guy he was when they made the when they were really really good, or or is, is he the guy they were like he then he got hurt and then last year he wasn't. Well, they got a good back. Spectacular. The, the, the good news is they have a really solid backup. He's got starting experience in the NHL. You know, he can He started in the playoffs. You, started in the playoffs. You know what? A couple of years ago, he was the reason I think Anaheim almost got to the, the playoffs or made the playoffs or was just good enough until John Gibson got back. He was a former Leaf goalie. No, their backup is still Grubauer, Trump? who they traded for. Oh, sorry. What happened? Oh, no, sorry. Bernie's gone. Jordan uh, Bernie plays for Detroit. Oh, what am I doing? Sorry. Bernie oh, plays for the Red Wings. Well, Jonathan, Ber- but Jonathan Bernie was the last He was the one who year. saved them last who year. saved them last year, helped them make the playoffs. Actually, it's funny. The way he saved the Ducks yeah, that year that John Gibson got thing. hurt and got them into the playoffs. It was the same thing. Sorry. I got my, I forgot that they acquired. See, but Philip so Grubauer. Is Philip Grubauer going to be the guy now? Because is, like, I'm going to well, be perfectly honest, in that fantasy league, I have Jake Allen. 
I'm not going to have a lot to select from at number five for in terms of goaltending, and it's a keeper league, and it's a deep keeper league. Joe from the bridge. <laughs> you know Joe from the bridge. I know who he is. Okay. He's I don't in, know him, but I know, I know, I know him. the name. I know him. Okay. <laughs> We're in the league together. Okay. I'm going to have to draft Philip Grubauer and pray to God because oh. there's going to be nothing. Oh. There's no Ben Bishop there. All right. There's That's no, not another great Ben Bishop. There's really? no Ben Bishop. That's so much better. <laughs> yeah. When he's healthy. When he's healthy. He's never healthy. That's the problem. That actually, speaking of Ben Bishop, that's actually who I have, number three. It's Dallas Stars. See, and the they, way that but, I got it, I have Winnipeg, Nashville, Dallas, St. Louis, Colorado. Yeah. The reason I have Dallas there. They were there last year. Well, the issue. And then Ben Bishop got And hurt. Ben Bishop got hurt because I don't know who fell on him. Oh, yeah. Okay. This hurts you in fantasy. Stop yeah. falling on goalies, people. You have to pretend. It's your own teammate you're falling on your goalie. What is this? Yeah, that was. A little fantasy but, rant, but when I when I look at Dallas, offensively it's really the one line. Oh, pff. that's why they split them up. They try to split them up yeah. a little bit so that they can at least spread it out. You, you might have a little bit of depth there, yeah, but it's really the one line. Yes. The thing is, on the back end though, this is where the team starts to get scary. Mm-hmm. John Klingberg should be a Norris candidate. He should have been a Norris candidate the last three years. Yes. Now the, he's phenomenal. The, yes, but the guys elected were pretty damn good. No, no, I know. I'm not saying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm saying he's phenomenal. This is a 60 point defenseman mm-hmm. on a in a bad year. Yeah, right. So now you add Miro Heskinen, who's the third overall pick two years ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a lot of hype about Rasmus Dahlin. But when someone asked John Klinberg about Miro Heskinen, he said, "I understand that Rasmus Dahlin gets all the hype." I think he's better. Now, granted, he's going to say that because he's a teammate. So do I actually think Miro Heskinen is better better. than Rasmus Dallin? No. But if there is a chance that... Here's the thing. The reporter, the people that took this quote didn't think he was crazy. Yeah. And if you've seen Miro Heskinen so far in the preseason, you'll understand what... Again, is he Rasmus Dallin? No. But does he look like he's going to be a very good defenseman? Oh, yeah. Now you have younger guys. Julian Honk is pretty good. I'm, I'm... Attempt to uh, pronounce the name of the guy that Valerie Nichushkin? No, he's the winger. He's the guy that they need to hope. Oh, you're talking about on the defense court. Something Lindell. I can't pronounce it. Shoot, he played with Klingberg last year. I know who you're talking about Lindell. Yeah, he played and he he was the guy like he was a stay at home guy. Yeah, he was Mark Mathot. Yep, if you would. And they have Mark. And they have Mark Mathot. And that's their top five. Pretty damn good. They were a playoff team last year until the Ben Bishop injury. And if they Ben Bishop can stay, he's going to get hurt at some point. But as long as it's not a major injury. How about in April, like in the playoffs? It's fine. No problem. <laughs> just not first week but of fantasy playoffs. I, just, I think this Dallas team has so much talent. And you got your guys locked up. Yeah. That that top line that we talked about, Sagan just signed his extension. Jamie Benz still got plenty of time left on that deal. And you signed Radulov last year. Yeah. You don't have anyone who's going to be... You might not have anyone who's motivated playing for a deal, but you also don't have anyone that you may have pissed off by not paying. you got a bunch of guys that you've made happy, you've brought in, and this is your team. I I think Dallas should be that third team. I think there's so much skill there. The issue is St. Louis and Colorado, who I have behind them, are behind them... Like barely, I think Colorado's the farthest away because Nathan McKinnon might be—he might be the best player in this entire out of those three teams. Yeah, Jamie Ben, Tyler Sagan, uh, anyone on St. Louis, Tarasenko, Braden Shen, whoever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Nathan McKinnon might be the best out of the, the whole pack. Yes, 
but I don't know if he has as much around him as they have in Dallas. Where in Dallas they have an entire line and a very good defense score. And a, a, Ben Bishop took the Tampa Bay Lightning to a Stanley Cup final. He's done this before. Yes. When healthy. When healthy. So that's that's how I that's how I have that ordered. I don't know about you. I'm gonna put I wanna put Winnipeg and I'm gonna put Winnipeg f- second. Oh. I'm going to go with Nashville being the first place team in the division. It's going to be a battle. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be very, very close. But I'm going to give Nashville just the slightest of edges. Same way that I give Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like um, it's like you're cutting cheese here, trying to get the very thin, thin slice, <laughs> thin slice of provolone. <laughs> very thin slice. You gotta get the, you gotta get the meat. Cut. Okay, like that's what's gonna separate them—a very thin slice of provolone cheese. <laughs> All right, it's delicious cheese. Making people. me hungry now. That's what's gonna separate them. It could be either or. I'm going to put Dallas as the number three team. All right, just based so on the leave. fact that I think they're they're they were there last year. And I, it, it wasn't until the Ben Bishop injury that it pushed them out of the playoffs. Because yeah. it was, when did it happen? It happened at the worst possible time with four with four weeks to go in the season, when they had crawled up, they had battled all year, they'd beaten up and just like they, they found a way to win, and they struggled at the early part of the season. Oh yeah, but they found a way and got into the they got into the hunt and they were there. And then Ben Bishop gets hurt, and who do they have backing them up? Carly Lettinen and Carly Lettinen's. We've seen that movie before. Yeah, it's not a good movie. He can back up. He's not a starter anymore over a sustained period of time. That's why they went to go get Antoine Quadobin, who can kind of hold the fort. Well, kind it, of. He did this uh, when they were trying to keep Tuka Rask in Boston healthy by not playing him a ton yeah. of games by like trying to take to ease him off. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what Kadobin did. He's yes. still a backup. Yeah. It's just it's just instead of like the Leafs where you only play the back to backs, they strategically spot him in there mm-hmm. to give the starter some rest yeah. and hopefully that that keeps Ben Bishop healthy. Mm-hmm. And because fresh. because that was the idea with Kari Letman, but mm-hmm. the, the what ended up happening was it was too much of a drop off. Yeah. So you needed Ben Bishop. Hopefully yeah. You'll be able to give them some rest this year. I'm going to say so they'll be third. St. Louis I'll have as one of the wild card teams. I I, I think that with the addition of Ryan O'Reilly and a direction, hopefully by the team to start play, and they have you know Tyler Bozak's not a bad third line center. He's fine. He's as a third line center. That's a lot. That's where he should be. Yeah. And I just think that with with that act was that that you know acquiring of. Of Ryan O'Reilly, and I think that a guy like on the back end, I've been preaching this guy since the playoffs, and he came in. Vince Dunn, yeah, I think actually, Vince, he's been your guy. He's been my guy, and I think that Vince Dunn will mm-hmm. will help that defense core a little bit more. That it'll give it a little more speed on the back end. He's a good defender to begin with, anyway. So, and he can add a little offensive pop and begin a little offensive pop from the back end. That never a bad thing. Um, fourth. <sighs> I want to pick Minnesota. I really do. Wait, we're on five now. One, two, three, I went, four. So I'm, I'm, I'm Nashville, Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Dallas, Dallas, St. Louis. That's four. So now we're at five. Five. See, I have St. Louis, then Colorado. I put them ahead of Minnesota. 
Because I don't even think Minnesota's best guy is as good as Miko Rantanen. No. And That's I, the issue. I honestly, and and now, I honestly, granted, one, two, or Colorado, it, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like that's all Minnesota. Yeah. If I'm Minnesota's a good hockey team. They play well at home, very well at home. 27, 6, and 8 last year. They have a bit of trouble on the road. Bruce Boudreau also always kills it in the regular season. This is why it was so hard to rank this division, is because this is where I ended up with Minnesota, but Bruce Boudreau does not lose like this in a regular season. No. I'll put Minnesota there just because I don't like it. I don't want to do it, but I think that Minnesota will be the second wild card team. I, I honestly think this 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 division is going to have five teams in the playoffs. They're that good. Um, Colorado will just miss the playoffs by, let's call it four points. Okay, say four points, and unfortunately, bringing up the rear. Helping me win a steak dinner, though, because if they keep missing the playoffs, it's fine with me, um, is the Chicago Blackhawks, who I'm going to say it, and we saw it, and it was great. It was great while it lasted, but the dynasty is over. Oh, yeah. They've paid their players, and this is what happens when you start to pay guys. Duncan Keith. Duncan Keith looks is like old. He's done. You know, Corey Crawford. Seabrook is, is done, and that contract is just starting. If Corey Crawford comes back and he plays to a level of, they're gonna, he's going to compete, and they'll probably, and this division will get even harder. Oh, if Corey Crawford is healthy, see, this is the big thing. So Corey Crawford has, well, it depends who you ask. It's vertigo, it's post-concussion syndrome. It's, it's something to do with a shot to the head he mm-hmm. took last year that caused him to miss a bunch of time. It's a neck injury. Like, it's classified as a lot of different things. It reminds me a lot of Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Because they're not 100% sure what it is. They think it's a concussion, but they're not really sure. Crosby ended up being a neck, a neck issue, a disc issue. And it was giving him concussion symptoms because of the way the discs were putting pressure. If he's not there, mm-hmm. you got to rely on Cam Ward. They're in trouble. Oh, yeah. That's why they have them dead last in the division. Yeah. Now, again, even, even with Corey Crawford, I don't know who they're passing on this list. I don't think because they can. Jonathan Taylor... Jonathan Taves is captain serious. Mm-hmm. You know, Team Canada. He's got three cups. But he's slowed down already. Yes. There are a lot of hard miles on that body. Mm-hmm. You know who's still phenomenal? Patrick Kane. Oh, yeah. Patrick Kane can't do it all by himself. No. And they also traded the guy that he used to kind of do it with. It, it was the bread man. Pin- the bread man. Who might get who, traded again. Who might end up maybe. Because we don't know. Maybe Chicago signs up in the offseason. They don't have the money. They maybe find a way. I would find a way. Probably should have done the Brandon Saw trade. Maybe not. Probably should have just traded someone else. Maybe let Seabrook go. But but you can't let Seabrook go because of what he did and what he meant to the team. And yeah, yeah. I but think, think it's gonna be a rough time in the. the good luck Central. in the Central because it is not gonna be fun. On the football. On Thursday night. The beer fridges finally opened in Cleveland. They got a win. 600 plus days, 630 some odd days, some 638. Yeah, so yeah, it sounds about right. It's 636? Something 630, like that. Something ridiculous. It was too long for them. Baker Mayfield came out. Tyrod got a concussion. It was atrocious before the concussion. It was very bad. Wide open Antonio Callaway running away from defenders, underthrows him interception. Baker comes in. Starts driving. And that team looks different. I said this early on. I thought Baker was the best quarterback in that draft. I didn't. I wasn't really high on Josh Allen. We'll get to him. That was phenomenal. 
But I think Baker showed this is the potential that I saw in him seeing watching him in college. He made some throws against a very good Jets defense that a lot of quarterbacks right now cannot make. He made some elite-type throws, and he changed that entire offense. I, he's going he's gonna to struggle. He's a rookie. There are going to be times. It's not going to be great. He's going to throw some interceptions. I think the Browns got their guy, and I think this is why they took him at number one. I thought they could have got him at four. I honestly thought they were going to go Saquon and then him at four. But they got him. And he got to do it against your boy, Sam Darnold. Cleveland has a better defense, for the record. For the record. Cleveland's defense is very good. Look at what they did against Pittsburgh. Mind you, Pittsburgh had put up 21 on them, and then Pittsburgh, for some reason, decided, well, we're going to fumble this game away because that game was over. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Eight minutes to go should have won that game. Yeah, and you could also say the Browns probably should have won, and if Miles Garrett doesn't take that stupid well, penalty and well, make it a longer field once goal. Once again, Pittsburgh fumbled the game away, and then Miles Garrett is a bonehead, but that's what happens when you're a bonehead defensive end sometimes. You don't think. Because all your mind is, let me do this, let me do this, do this, do this. And no. Anyways. Um, like, the New York Jets might be right now a top eight defense in the league, according to the rankings. The Jets have a very good defense. According to the We've brain. said this, but I, we've talked about this. I really like the Jets. I like Todd Bowles. I like that team. But then I go look at them. Uh, they're okay. Ugh. They're okay. You're playing on a short week. And great. Thing came in. And look, I've seen the Browns story before where the quarterback comes in and he's the savior. And everything's hunky-dory like in Browns land. Not like this. You remember Tim Couch? No. You know why you don't remember Tim Couch? Because he did the exact same thing as Mr. Baker Mayfield did. I'm going to tell you this now. With that. The Browns have bad luck drafting quarterbacks. It's the same story every year. It's like Philadelphia Flyers and the goaltenders. They can never get it right. Well, hey, hey, all Philly has to do, Baker Mayfield is their goalie Bob. Don't trade him. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's the Bob level yet. He played half a quarter against a, a, a very good defense. An okay defense. A very good don't defense. Be, don't put him. Very good is LA Rams and the Chicago Bears and Jacksonville. Because Jacksonville, really, they did enough to win a football game. phenomenal. Okay. Their defense is the best in the league. They did enough. Their defense is taking over for the Legion of Boom of that defense that's going to be the best in the league for the next five years. The one problem is they have a bad quarterback. Very bad quarterback. In fact, I think we're starting to see it. They're, they're trying to buy into this whole, we're buying into Blake Bortles. Okay, we'll get to that. We're buying into Blake we'll Bortles. We'll get to that. Show me. From the show me state, baby. I'm not actually from the show me state. <laughs> say, but, from Missouri all of a sudden. But show me more, Baker. All right, because forever why, this is why I always he hear was taking I, number. One. I hear this. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys taking number one that really don't. Do, remember the Browns' history of picking in the top three. Do you know their quarter? Do you, do you have you see, you've seen the jersey? Oh, no, I've seen the jersey. You've seen the jersey. Oh, I know. Okay, I just think this is different. I think it's the same I old Cleveland. Get out Browns. ahead of it right now and say I it's think it's different. the the the, uh, the same old Cleveland Browns. 
It's one game, and everybody overreacts to everything. Uh, again, I'm pulling up the first-round picks here. Oh, you're trying to look at all the Cleveland picks? Okay. because they have been atrocious. Because I remember guys in the first round they have drafted. Oh, I remember Brandon Whedon. Okay. I remember Brady Quinn. I remember yeah. Johnny Menzel. I remember a lot of these guys. Okay. I know Tim Couch was the guy they took first overall who failed miserably for them. I know who he is. I don't remember him playing. Tim Couch. Tim Couch had a good like like Baker looked real good and then fell off because they're Cleveland. I don't remember him look I just remember Tim Couch being bad. Brady Quinn. Do you remember what's his nuts there? Uh, when I said Brandon Whedon? No. Yeah, Brandon Whedon. Yeah, the twenty eight year old first round pick. Like the, <laughs> the the Cleveland Browns. There's a show me more. I don't buy the one half a game hype against the Jets. If if the Jets had a better offensive coordinator, maybe because their offensive coordinator went stupid in the the second half, they were they were playing well in the first half, scoring points, running the ball. Yeah, I think that was Darnold throwing a well, really bad interception to end it. I don't know how no. much that's the coordinator, and how much that was their rookie quarterback looking like a rookie quarterback. But right now, the Jets have a is the number nine defense in the league. Okay, you know what the Jets were ranked last year? They're ranked twenty fifth in the league. They were 25th ranked defense. Yeah, because the rest of that team was so bad. Their defense was and, actually the good and, part of it. They and, kept them in games until the offense was so atrocious that they <laughs> fell out of it because the defense played the whole game. 352 in third yards given up on, per game. Uh, pff, where was it? 382 points, 23 in a nine game. That's not very good. Points per game. It's not very good. Only a couple teams worse than them. Their quarterback was Josh McCowan. That offense couldn't do anything. Hey, you still have to stop. You still have to stop. You still don't give up. The, those are you points can stop your them defense. for a certain amount of time, and then look, when you're on the field the whole time, yeah, look, you get tired. Look, Todd Bowles is a good coach. The Jets defense isn't very good, though. Okay, do you, hey, let me show of hands in the room. Were the Jets drafted in your fantasy league as a as a defense to have? I think they actually and were. Well, whoever drafted them is probably not winning very much. Even I when they're, they got, I think they got released like yeah. early, but they okay. were so. Anyways, show me more Baker Mayfield. Until such time, when I say that the Cleveland Browns continue to have the same old story, it's the truth. It's the truth. I I, I don't have to I don't have to say show me. I can say just go look at the Cleveland Browns history of making the playoffs. Anybody? I still hate Hugh Jackson, but the GM's different. It's, is the owner so still the same? Different. Yeah, Jimmy Haslam still the same. Okay, and he, is the coach still the same? Unfortunately. And then when they replace him, who are they going to replace him with? Well, if they, they let the GM pick, who well, are they going to replace him with? I don't know. You Let's know see. who they're going to replace him with? It better not be Todd Haley. It's going to be Todd Haley. And then Todd Haley's going to lose the room, and Baker Mayfield's going to get upset if Baker Mayfield's even still the quarterback there. Or there's going to be a fight. There's going to be some. There's a reason why Ben Roethlisberger now is plunging on second in inches. It's a statement. Check the tape at the end of the season. I've been on the Baker train since day one. You were also on the Tyrod train. How did that work out? Uh, I, no, no, I did not say he was Tyrod. the hook. I did not say Tyrod like was Bugs Bunny. You know, we can go hook. back. We can go back and listen to the tape. I didn't actually say Tyrod was good. I said he wouldn't turn the ball over, and then he did because his entire history was him not turning the ball. And over. And I told you that Tyrod's not a good quarterback. Yeah, but his entire history was not turning the ball over. So he started doing something this but year that have, he's never done before. You have to do more. Yes, but again, 
<laughs> Last year, they could have won games just by not turning it over. Well, and I figured they would win games just because he wouldn't turn it over. And then he started turning it over, and now Baker's in the, in the game, and now we're seeing what Baker can do. Who's the coach? You know I hate Hugh Jackson. And who's the offensive You know how much I hate Hugh Jackson. <laughs> I present to you. You hate Todd Haley because you're a Steelers fan. I just hate Todd Haley in general. <laughs> I just hate him in it's general. It's because you were a Steelers fan, though, because just, he was your offensive coordinator. I just hate Todd Haley in general. Okay. All right? I'm sorry. just hate Todd Haley in general. Uh, Josh Allen, though. Boy. What a game. Boy. Now, Bills fans. Called it! If you're still... No, I, didn't, I, didn't, yeah, okay. I, I called that it was going to eventually start... <laughs> There we the, go. The spread was funny because it was like that was oh, the Oh, man, spread. I was all over that, too, because I'm like, the Bills are so bad, they're actually going to be able to cover 17 and points. And you want to know something? I think we got the score almost dead. De- I almost got the score You almost right. got it on because you said 24 to 10. Yeah, I was t- almost there, but I thought Minnesota was going to win, much like everybody else in Survivor Pools, <laughs> uh, who probably got eliminated. And I don't, I don't yep. do Survivor Pools because... 60-some-odd percent are now out. Yeah, it's, it's, it's over for them. Good luck. We saw Josh Allen. You saw now again. It's one game. <laughs> this this is the biggest. It's one game because the Bills team is really bad. Like, re, like he's got no receivers to throw to. Calvin Benjamin had one of the worst. And like this, he, he, Josh Allen did this with his number one receiver looking like ass. Calvin Benjamin was a, a atrocious in a game they won. So do I think this can continue? No, but. Like I said, I didn't think Josh Allen coming out of college was that good because he couldn't complete passes in college. Yeah, he had a giant arm. I think I made a Jamarcus Russell joke. This is impressive. Last week and this week were impressive. Now the Bills, still probably a two-win team. You probably got half your win total for the season. However, if you're in Buffalo, you might have found your quarterback. You're hoping you found your quarterback. You're, you're, you're praying to God that you found the guy to take over the mantle because you've been looking for one since Jim Kelly. Because yeah, I don't know if we've, I don't know if we've discussed this in the podcast, but my theory on why the Bills never traded for Khalil. I think we Mack actually talked about this last was, week on was, the podcast. Was because of the whole we're going to be bad this year, and maybe we should just keep the pick. Yep. And try and you know what? Maybe we're going to be in the top five, and we can pull up Jets. Jets, or we can pull or sorry, a Colts, a Colts and Colts, trade back, trade back, get get more, get a lot, and hope that we're able to build Fill the offensive the line and the running back position, which you can draft in the second round, uh, the wide receivers, which you can draft anywhere. Add to the defense, which is pretty good. Yeah, you add to the defense. Maybe you add some linemen. Maybe you add some faster linebackers because the because they're because the, their secondary is really good. Oh yeah, very oh, very hell good yeah. secondary, like. And the addition, like they're gonna have like sixty some odd million dollars in dead cap money finally oh, coming off. They have so much money to might, spend, and see, they and might even an go owner crazy. That actually has the money to spend it. Yeah, in the Pagulas, in the Pagulas, love the Pagulas. Terry and Kim Pagula, but but again, th- this is a little different. Like I, I have a different take on this than I do with Baker. Yes, that's also a better offense. It's a better defense. Like you, like I, I hate. I, I hate Hugh Jackson. I don't hate Sean McDermott. He's done some things that have made me really question him. However, like since, starting Nathan Peterman. Oh God, that's that's number one actually. Twice, sorry, three three times. But the fact is, he's a defensive coach. They were atrocious defensively in the first game. They were bad for the first half of the last ga- of of week two. He took over play calling. 
that defense got a lot better. Now, again, in the second half, they were just like they were getting destroyed. So, yeah, of course, they're going to look better against backups and pre like it's not the same. Yeah, that game though against the Vikings. Now, granted, the Vikings are missing their best defensive player in Everson Griffin, but they still had the rest of the defense, which Mm -hmm. is very good. They're missing Dalvin Cook, who I love. That's inexcusable. That is inexcusable. But for Bills fan, you see Josh Allen, be happy. Uh, don't expect very many more wins this year, but you might have your quarterback. Hold on to this precious win. You might have your now quarterback. Now you'd be playing yogurt with sprinkles. Like, oh, yeah, you, have, you are not a Kirk Cousins I fan. am not a Kirk Cousins Third best quarter. I, I stand by that. He is the third best quarterback in his division. I really like Matthew Stafford. Okay, I take Stafford. I'm not a big Stafford fan to begin with. I think on a, uh, like a, diff- a team that with a running game. Although, hey, carry on Johnson, hundred yards. Bad. Not Patriots bad. bad. But I is this the pro? Is, is it going to be quarterback? Because I understand. Like last week, is it, maybe it's a little bit of a letdown from the week before, having gone to overtime, should have won the game against oh, Green Bay, yeah. and then this week is like you lay an absolute. Egg, thinking you're gonna destroy Buffalo yeah, like at you, home. Did you think? Did you look a little bit ahead to, to your next night? matchup? Because that's gonna be a little different. Yeah. Uh, that that's possible. Now on to the final rookie quarterback that played, uh, Josh Rosen. Now wasn't it half like Ange said? Close. It was stupid. I've been so close. They stuck so him many, in with four minutes left so in the fourth dumb. quarter to try and bring. Hey, kid, no pressure at all. Your first NFL drive, lead us to the comeback. Lead us to a touch so we can come back and win this game. Against Khalil Mack. Against Khalil Mack and the Chicago Bears. Like, Talk about putting someone in a position to fail. That, no, that is the position. <laughs> now, Josh Rosen threw an interception. I think he threw two in total in the game. But my God, is Sam Bradford bad? And like Ange said, Bigfoot. you got to see him. Bigfoot's gone. Hey, you hear about him? There's pictures, grainy pictures of him. (laughs) Sometimes you see him, but he's gone now, and it's Josh Rosen's show. That was impressive. Now, we're going to go straight to our picks against the spread to cap this one off. Ange, what do we got here? How did we do last week? Oh, well, just just to let the people know, (laughs) I was up by two. You're up by one. I was up by one. I had crawled back. I have increased that lead because I went 11 and 5. Angelo, he went 7 and 9. So seven correct. And the nine Bills. Incorrect. That Bills one should count for three. It really should. Okay. The that fact that you were ballsy enough to call the Bills. Okay. I didn't even call I went 11 and 5 and I went against the Bills. Had, the, had I said the Bills would win and they won, I think that would have been good for like four. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. You said they'd cover. If you would have picked them outright, I'd probably give you yeah, the bonus points well, straight out if you called that. Fun fact, Steven would have won the office football pool this week, but because he's refused to do it. Because I hate picking against the spread. Because I hate the spread. Uh, Even though apparently I'm good at it. Yeah. Well, on to week four of our picks against the spread. Always fun. Always a blast. So now I am... Uh, You're five ahead? I'm five ahead of Ange. Well... Just killing it. Guess what? I'm living my best life. Do you know how they say? Do you know how they say Rome was built brick by brick? brick how, am, how am I going to come well, back? Well, no, that's not how Rome brick by brick. <laughs> <laughs> brick by brick, dude. Just, just massacred that same. It wasn't built in a day. See, if I'm down by, by like, if I'm down by six against you in the final week, I'm picking everything Every, yeah, I know. opposite of I know you. I know you have to. Well, that's the funny thing. I'll just take all the safe picks and, because yeah. I'll know at that point I got it. <laughs> anyways, uh, Thursday night football. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, the letdown team. 
at 1-1-1, one, one, and one, six and a half point underdogs traveling to the West Coast to play the undefeated LA Rams. You know what's funny? When we first talked about this, I was like, watch the Vikings. They are going, it's going to be bad. Now, the Rams, very good. Mm-hmm. However, they might be without both their starting quarters. Yes. If they are missing both Aqib Tlaib and Marcus Peters, I would love to take the Vikings because I'm going to be safe. I'm going to take the points. That that LA Rams team is scary. They are the best team in the NFL. They are the Super Bowl favorite, and if they're not, I don't know what you're smoking because they should be. But if they're missing both of their corners and you got Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen running around free... Don't forget the Rudolph, man. Well, he's more in the middle. Actually, yeah, they're missing their starting middle linebacker, too. Yeah. So that's another guy that can take advantage of it. Now, that front seven, very good. They're going to get pressure. Yes. But I'm going to take the points. I will be taking the points as well here. Um, I think that Minnesota will be probably selling out a lot, putting seven, eight in the box to try and hold Todd Gurley. And the, when that's happened, Jared Goff's been really good. Yeah. So, but the thing is, you have Xavier Rhodes. That's the difference. Who's, who's a really now, that's good cover the corner? Diff- exactly. Like probably top three in the NFL. And uh, they got Wayne over there. I think who's Trey the, Wayne? Trey Wayne, who the, two years ago in his rookie season looked awful. Last year he wasn't bad. Yeah, he took a step forward. Thank yeah. luckily. So, uh, I'm going to take Minnesota to cover this spread. They won't win the game, though. I think L.A. will do enough, especially with Minnesota having to travel to the West, to the West Coast, Coast on a short week. Yeah. going to be hard. Uh, the surprising Miami Dolphins at 3-0 travel up to Massachusetts to take on the 1-2 New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are a 6.5-point favorite. I want to pick the fish so bad. I do. I, w- I would love because if they get to four and all, yeah, and the Patriots fall to one and three, it's the Patriots. So the division's not over. But mm-hmm. my God, is that a hill to climb? And they looked really old, and they looked really bad against a bad Detroit Lions team. But it's still the Patriots. Now, I'm going to take the points. I think the Pats win this game. But I'm going to take the points. However, what did I say about the quarterback whisperer and Ryan Tannehill looking pretty good together? They'll look pretty good together right now. And they'll probably look pretty good at the end of the week when they beat the New England Patriots. Miami covers, wins the game, moves to 4-0. And in New England, the panic button is hit, and all hell breaks loose because the Patriots will be one in three. I'd love to see that. Oh my god! But like, here's the thing: they're either going to be one in three, or Josh Gordon is going to be Randy Moss, and we're going to come back here next week and be like, "Oh god, yeah, oh no. god." And then, and then, and then Edelman will come back, and then Gronk will be there, and it'll be scary. I hope that does not happen. Me neither. But the fact that it's the Patriots, it's the only chance that it's yeah. possible. Because any other team looked the yeah. way that they looked in these first three games. It's going to be very... And I'd write them off completely. But when you have Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and they're on the same sideline, it's very hard for me to pick against them. That's why I'm just going to take the points. I'm being bold. 
Take the win. Do it, folks. <laughs> I love it. Do it. Uh, Houston, on the road, one-and-a-half-point underdogs. Traveling up to Indianapolis to play Andrew Luck in the one-and-two Indianapolis Colts. Division game. One-and-a-half-point underdogs? One-and-a-half-point underdogs. Um, I'm telling you now, I'm taking Andrew Luck here. I want to take him. I want to take him all aboard the Andrew Luck. The thing is, like, I want to take him out outright, and it really doesn't matter at point one and a half to take the points. So, so give me Andrew Luck. I think Deshaun Watts. It's going to be like last week. Yeah, he threw for three hundred eighty-five yards. He threw a couple of interceptions. I think he's going to get his. Like, is the Colts defense very good? Mm -hmm. They're not very good, but they're better than I thought they'd be. Yeah, that Darius. uh, What's his name? Oh, their middle linebacker Darius. It's uh, a. I'll remember his name when it doesn't matter. Yeah. But they drafted a middle linebacker who is so much better than I thought he'd be. He's actually been pro football focused, his highest graded middle linebacker. I believe he was last week. He might be overall. He's a freak. And Andrew Luck, as he he's not super he's not really stretching the field yet, but I think there's a chance for him too, because it's not like the Texans have the fastest corners. So there might be a chance here for Andrew Luck to finally go deep. Darius Leonard is the That's it. Name. Darius, that's exactly it. That's why we're here. He's been a stud. And I take the Colts. Give me the Colts. And what I'm hoping is Andrew Luck's breakout game. <laughs> I think we both have him in, uh, yeah. in fantasy, so uh, we're both hoping that. I have Matt Ryan sitting on the bench, though, who had 41 points and I lost by four. Oh, that hurts. <sighs> Anyways. Um, enough <laughs> and of my Calvin fan- Ridley. Enough of my fantasy issues. You could Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan <laughs> I don't want to talk bench. about it. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. Uh, the New York Jets and Samuel Darnett at one and two. Traveling to Jacksonville to probably play a pissed off Jacksonville team. You play a probably pissed off Jacksonville team. <laughs> I mean, when your defense gives up nine points and you still lose the game, you got a very pissed yeah, off Jacksonville. If they had, if they had the offense, if if you had Pittsburgh's offense and you had Jacksonville's defense, you wouldn't lose a game. You wouldn't lose a game. You would be nineteen and zero. You would also beat teams like, like so badly it wouldn't be funny. No, you'd win every game by thirty points. Those are the games I love. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the New York Jets are seven and a half point underdogs at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I am going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars here. It may, seven and a half makes me want to take the points really badly. I think this is going to be, I, it's gonna be and, a tough game. And the worst part is, like, I think people are going to start jumping on Darnold. Like, I wasn't super high on Darnold because he had a lot of turnovers at UCLA or UCLA at USC. He looked good in that first game. Didn't look as good since I think this is going to be another really rough game for him. Yeah. And I'm going to take the Jags outright, seven and a half. Good news for the Jets. They're that much closer to drafting a number one wide receiver for Samuel Darnold for next year when they, they lose this game. Pick? Or did they trade that to the Colts? They might have traded to the Colts. Well, maybe they're going to trade back. I don't know to, if they traded it first, if it was a set, two I think seconds it was like, and a third. Well, I think they maybe kept but it. But there might be a chance that they don't have that pick. Well, give me Jacksonville, Blake Bortles. I hate picking on Blake Bortles, but it's too yeah, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. You're picking their defense. You're not picking their <laughs> yeah, <portals. basically. laughs> the defense will probably score more than the offense. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Yep, uh, Cincinnati traveling up to Atlanta, traveling down to Atlanta. Excuse me, uh, a five and a half point underdogs to Stephen Artabello's Atlanta Falcons. Oh God, Falcons lost their second starting safety for the season. Allen, yeah, Cardo Allen with a tear of the Achilles, so he's done. Uh, they can't tackle Drew Brees. I wanted to murder people during that game, but the offense is back. 
I tell you this. Fuck, give me the Falcons. I'm gonna take it. All right, forget it. Andy um, Dalton, and the rest of that team are not gonna be able to keep up with them. Like they're not gonna be able to score with them. AJ Green got hurt. Mixon is still out. They're not. I don't think they'll actually like the defense is not good. Like the Falcons defense are missing their three best players. Yeah. Tack McKinley, hopefully he's healthy. If he's back, he can get a little bit of pressure. That takes out the little onus of missing your back-end cover guys. It doesn't help when you're missing both your starting safeties. <laughs> but still taking the Falcons. I will be taking the Atlanta Falcons to not only win but cover. Um, I need them to win because uh, – is this thing on? Um, <laughs> because the Steelers need as many losses by other teams as possible, and plus, I would rather that the the, the Falcons lose this uh, win this week and maybe lose the following week when they travel to a certain Heinz Field. But we'll talk about that in a oh, couple. We will. We will. Uh, so we're both taking Atlanta here. Uh, Philadelphia on the road, three and a half point favorites, uh, playing playing yogurt times two in Tennessee with the two and one Tennessee Titans. Tough oh, game. Yeah. It's a tough game, but because Tennessee won last week, they're going to get l- getting a little bit a rude awakening. Yeah, you know my feelings on Marcus Mariota. And I think that we're both uh, in agreement here that the Philadelphia Eagles will not only win this game, but they will be covering the spread. Oh, because I think it's going to be bad for the Tennessee Titans. I think it's a touchdown game. I think it might be I don't more think it's than that. that. Bad, but I think it might be more than that. I You saw Carson Wentz come back. Yeah. How good did he look? Looked pretty good. How much better is he going to look in week two? Probably a little better. Exactly. (laughs) All over the Eagles. Hammering the Eagles on this one. Oh, watch. Now that I've said that, that's probably going to come back to bite me. Thanks, bud. (laughs) Uh, The Green Bay Packers at one. One and one. Nine and a half point favorites. Playing your Buffalo Bills. (laughs) My Buffalo Bills. Our Buffalo Bills. We're not Bills fans, but whatever. No, not even close. Uh, the Buffalo Bills at one and two. <sighs> Look. After I'm do- what they just did I'm to doing me. it again. I'm doing it again. Taking the Bills. And they're going to win the football game. Because the Green Bay Packers defense is not good. And then when they do something good, like Clay Matthews getting a sack, it'll get taken back anyway. Exactly, because the NFL is out to get Clay Matthews. I feel bad for <laughs> okay. him. We'll get to that probably oh next week because there'll be I, more. You know, you know what the worst part about this is? I want to take the Packers so badly. You've heard what I think about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The baddest man in football. I'm going to take the points, and I'm going to pray... <laughs> that Aaron Rodgers is still limping around on that in that brace so that he doesn't make me look like a moron and destroy this Bills team. Even though they're a really good secondary, it's still Aaron Rodgers. But I'm going to take the points. This actually, I think Josh Allen, because of how bad this Packers defense is, might, look good. might have another like a second straight game where he looks pretty damn good. I'm worried. The only thing I worry I'm about very worried is that though. there's a letdown. Oh, for yeah. the Bills because and they it's a start to big buy big letdown. I, that's that's why I don't <laughs> want to take the point. That's why I want to take Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take the points because I think hopefully it'll be within ten because it's nine and a half. Well, but something. there's a bad chance that the bad man destroys them. But I'm still taking the points. Go Buffalo, Bills Mafia. Let's Bill go Mafia Buffalo. Buffalo wins two games and happens to be against the NFC North. They're going to be tables burnt and gone through at the next Bills home game. <laughs> Maybe I'll join them. 
No, I won't because I'm not crazy. <laughs> uh, the Dallas Cowboys play host to the Detroit Lions as three and a half point favorites. I feel like this is a trap game. I I, I feel like it's like the Lions beat the Pats. Yeah, and I feel like it's a bit of a trap game in the sense of will there be a bit of a letdown after being so like because for Matt Patricia and the Detroit Lions that was almost like well, he beat a, his a playoff team. game. Yeah, yeah. And you were 0 2. Yeah. You're on Monday night or on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And you beat your mentor, who's. You want to talk about a bad man? Yeah. Bill Belichick. Bill, Bel- oh. Bill Belichick doesn't even high five kids. Yeah. That was okay. Amazing. He might as well be from Philadelphia. They booed Santa Claus. Boo Santa Claus. They I think booed I, Santa Claus. I, yeah. I think not only would he boo Santa Claus, he hit him in his truck yeah, and he meant winning cut, on Sunday. He'd, he'd be cutting Santa Claus. He'd be like, get out of here. I got fi- to go find someone to discount double check the line <laughs> and get him. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys here. I feel that there's going to be a letdown for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> God, the Cowboys are so it's, bad. It, they're so bad. They're, they're awful. They have no wide receivers. I, I, they have no. I like where you're going with this because I really could see it being a letdown game. <laughs> That's the but thing. I cannot. Pick the Dallas Cowboys. I cannot do it. Do I think they have a very good pass rush that might make shit difficult for Matt Stafford, which might turn into a couple of interceptions? Yes. But I, I have no choice. I have to pick. I them. just I I gotta pick against you sometimes. I, yeah, I got I gotta pick the Lions. Okay. I have to. Uh, the Chicago Bears and that vaunted defense that they have. Oh baby. At home, two and a half point favorites to Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can't use Fitzmagic because guess what? Fitzmagic died yesterday. No, it didn't. On Monday night. I think this is going to be the actual death of Fitzmagic. Oh. I think this is going to be, because he threw three straight interceptions in that Steelers game, but he still threw for over 400 yards and three touchdowns. I think it was 411 and three TDs. Yeah. Garbage time. Yeah. No, no, but, but he still did it. First quarterback ever to have three straight 400-yard passing games. I think, though, this is this is the game where it catches up with him. This is the game. Now, he threw three picks against the Steelers, but he made it look okay. I think this is going to be the the blow up game, the 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 Fitz Magic blow up game, where he throws a million interceptions and it's a disaster and he gets killed. I got to get a sounder for, for every time I do these things. I'm, I'm taking the Bears. That's that's not a surprise here. The uh, Bears, but I'm going to get a sounder for my, my Angela's bold prediction of the week. <laughs> By the middle of the second quarter, we will see. Famous James. Famous James. Gonna eat that W. Oh, God, I'm the so dumbest thing. It's one of the dumbest. Oh, God. I think that Ryan Fitzpatrick will have a bad start to the game. That Bears defense is very, very good. Okay, very, very good. And look oh, what yeah. they did to Aaron Rodgers. That's okay. That's mostly why okay. I think this is so, gonna be the blow up. Do you game think for him. if they were doing that to Ryan Fitzpatrick, they're gonna be like, shit, we're kind of we're kind of being shit right now, and they're gonna get run up. If it's like 21, 24, nothing, and they're not doing anything offensively, that's where we're gonna see famous Jameis. But it won't be enough because the Chicago Bears are going to win this game. Oh yeah. By more oh, than yeah. three points. Uh, oh, yeah. The Arizona Cardinals, now led by Joshua Rosen, at home, hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks are a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. My God. I, I don't want to pick Josh Rosen, but I think the Seahawks are bad. Yes. The Cardinals are also bad. However, the Cardinals finally decided, we have this guy named David Johnson. Let's not only run with the run him with the ball, let's throw it to him too. I think Josh Rosen not being stuck in in the fourth quarter to try and lead a comeback against the Bears. 
think he's going to do a lot better. Now, granted, Earl Thomas, still very good. Mm -hmm. Bobby Wagner, still very good. That's about it. Yeah. Russell Wilson, still pretty damn good. I don't know if Doug Baldwin's playing. Do you? You know if Doug Baldwin's knees even one piece? I keep getting an O next to him, so he's not playing. Yeah. I have to pick up scrap wide receivers. I'm, I'm Josh Rosen. Gets his first W against the Seahawks. Don't eat that W. And he's going to cover the spread. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stick with you there with the Arizona Cardinals landing their first victory of the season and covering that three-and-a-half spread. The I can't call them winless anymore. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> but the Cleveland Browns are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Traveling! To California to take on. I'm going to trade my best player for a bag of magic beans. And then complain about not being able to get a pass rusher. (laughs) To the Oakland Raiders, who are 0 3 and a two and a half point favorite. Give me the Browns. I am all, you know how I feel about Baker. We had this argument earlier. I am all over the Browns. That Raiders defense is atrocious. They can't rush the passer. Miles Garrett has more sacks, more pressures, more forced fumbles, and the same amount of interceptions as the entire Raiders defense. Oh, Baker's going to have a day, baby. Now, don't get me wrong. Derek Carr starts to look like who Derek Carr should be. The last Jordy year. Nelson? Holy shit! Thank He's back from the dead! Thank God. You're happy. Oh, I'm ecstatic. Another guy you got in fantasy. I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. You want to know how ecstatic I am I right now? I can only imagine. Okay. But I'm still picking. The Browns. All day. You can pick the Browns. And you can do that. And I wish you the best of luck here as I fix my headphones. <laughs> Can't get it. Dang it. There it is. The Oakland Raiders. One more time, baby. I'm going to say right, This is the last time I'm saying it. All right? It's the last time I'm saying it. Because the Cleveland Browns don't know how to win two games in a row. Okay? I've said it. It's a letdown game for the Browns. They got to travel to the West Coast. It's happening. The The Oakland Raiders are going to win the game. Under John Gruden. John Gruden. Gatorade shower. First W. First W. Back. Yeah. Give me the Oakland Raiders to win this football game. It's the last time I'm ever picking the Raiders if they lose. All right? That's it. I'll be done with them. The New York Giants, three and a half point underdogs at home. The Stevens' favorite team in the NFC South, the New Orleans Saints. Sorry. I'm going to take the New Orleans. I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints to win and cover that three and a half spread. I, you, you know my thoughts on the New York yeah, Giants. They're no, they're not very good. Yeah, they won last week. Big deal, uh, but. Oh, I, I think Odell's going to have a massive game because the New Orleans Saints can't cover anyone. For some reason. I don't know what – like Marshawn Lattimore, Crawley, P.J. Williams. Lattimore's still been pretty good. Yeah. Not anywhere near what he was last year. No. Um, but the rest of them suck. I just watched Calvin Ridley go nuts against them. I've watched every receiver they've played go nuts against them. But Saints are a better team. I'm taking the Saints. Yeah. Uh, I will be sticking with the Saints there as well. I think they're the better team, obviously. Better head coach, better defense, better offense, better owner, better everything, whatever. Yeah. And and Michael Thomas, 
pretty Good. better than Odell. Yeah. It's really close there. It's like like I like my, Michael Thomas a lot. Anyways, uh, the San Francisco 49ers without Jimmy Garoppolo oh, done for the season. Rest in peace. Uh ten and a half point underdogs traveling to LA, not very far, uh, to play the Chargers. Oh, it's the char I would take that ten points, but because it's the Chargers, they'll find a way to allow the Niners to stay in this game. Even without Jimmy G. And without Jared McKinnon. Now their quarterback and their starting running back, both ACL tears. Give me the points. Uh, give me the LA Chargers to win and cover this 10.5 spread. Uh, I, I know you know I am with the big spreads. But I just I'm, got bit on that night. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm taking the Chargers to win and cover the 10.5 against the Jimmy Garoppolo-less San Francisco 49ers. The Sunday Night Football, an AFC North battle. Oh, I'm excited. Baltimore Ravens, it's always been a five-star matchup every time when the Ravens and Steelers play. I was actually supposed to go to this. My Steelers buddies are going. I'm not a Steelers oh, fan, as man. you know, but they're all going. Well, it's funny. I have a group of friends, and yeah. like half of them, like they all know each other. Half of them are Steelers fans. The other half are Raven fans. Oh. They're going as a crew. Oh, good they're luck. They're going as a group. Good luck. Oh, it's going to get it gets angry. I've been there for Steelers-Ravens games. Oh, I can not imagine. Fun. Anyways. The Baltimore Ravens, three-and-a-half-point underdogs, traveling to Heinz Field to take on the finally winning Pittsburgh Steelers at three-and-a-half points. Wait, the Steelers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite? Yes, they are. Give it the points. Because Steelers' defense is not good. Joe Flacco will look... He's going to look good in this game, and it's going to be frustrating. No, it's always frustrating. Because it's, it's going to turn into a shootout, which is going to be weird even though the Ravens' defense is good. And take those points. Give me the points, as I always do. I pick against the Steelers in terms <laughs> of the points. But the Pittsburgh Steelers will get win number two this year and move into the division lead at 2-1-1. It's a miracle. <laughs> Things are going crazy. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, this is Monday Night Football game. Uh, the Denver Broncos. At home, mile high, five and a half point underdogs to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I haven't wanted to pick this yet, but after what did Patrick Mahomes running the wrong way, yeah. almost falling down, and then throwing like he's a shortstop sidearm, <laughs> a laser beam into the I end zone for a touchdown? It. I can't believe it. Oh, give me the Chiefs. And I will. T- I don't care that it's at mile high. I don't care that it's five and a half. It's going to be a touchdown game. Kansas City's defense can't stop anybody. Case Keenum though can't do anything. Give me the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I want to take the I points, to. but I, I have ha- to take the Chiefs. I have to take the points. I have no choice. I have to take the points because I got to make up in certain scenarios. I have to start catching you because I had a bad week. So this give, is amazing. Give me the Denver Broncos. I don't want to do it. All right, I hate doing this. This is amazing. Now you're just trying to catch me. I have to catch. It's got to be little by little. <laughs> it's brick. like I said, brick by brick by brick. Kansas City wins this game. Denver covers it. It's going to be a close game because it's in the division. And hopefully my pick's safe on like last week, and it gave me a stupid one last week. It was dumb. I don't want to talk. About, I don't want to talk about it. I'm pissed off. I set I submit my picks. You know, early early on, try and get it out of the way. Good, it's done. All right, I don't have to worry about it. But anyways, but um, that's enough for us. I'm fun. Steve Artabello. I am Angela Lippa. We are the Last Word Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. See ya. And don't forget, Tiger. Nothing's gonna ever keep you down.